This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In order to support our show, we'll need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to get great advertisers, we'll need to learn just a little bit more about you guys. So please go to podsurvey.com forward slash challenged and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you just a little bit better. That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. That's a lot. That's a lot. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash challenged. That's C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E-D. Thanks for your help. Hey guys, I'm Candice. And Kayla. And we are... 
directionally challenged. I really thought by our 30s that we would have everything figured out. But guess what? We don't. We don't. So let's stop and ask for directions today from our guest, Manoush Zamarodi. I am so excited to have Manoush on. Her TED Talk is my Bible. It definitely, I had some mind explosions while watching it. Jack Ferry, you're the one who introduced us to Manoush. Yeah, I, uh, I know Manoush from my uh, news days back in New York. So when I was working as a news cameraman and an editor, she was often a reporter that I would work with because she was a freelance reporter working for like the BBC and Reuters and things like that. A lot of the companies that I worked for. So we're like old friends. Um, And it's cool because I left news a number of years ago just because it was a grind and it wasn't really a passion of mine. And uh, and now I'm in podcasting. (laughs) And uh, ironically, so did she. She left news as well. She was hosting... um, a show called Note to Sell for WNYC for years. And um, and I sort of discovered, I was like, hey, you're podcasting now. She's like, hey, you're podcasting now. That's really cool. So we reconnected. Um, last time she was out here in, in LA, we, we hung out. And the, what she talks about is really interesting because she's like super involved in like the our relationship to our phones. Yes, and, that's kind of the theme of her podcast, her book. Yeah. She has a podcast out right now called Zigzag. Yeah, it's a new podcast out called Zigzag, um, which is very interesting. Um, It's it's like she can explain it better than I can, Mm -hmm. but um, it still sort of deals with a lot of the same stuff, which is, um, you know, how do we, you know, sort of stay sane in uh, this very technologically advanced world of ours, you know? And it's something that interests me because um, I spend way too much time on social media. Mm -hmm. And I found recently especially with like Twitter and like all the stuff that's going on in the news and stuff like that, that I was just like, it's dramatically affecting my mood in a negative way. Yes. And I need to find a way to uh, like process information or to limit my exposure to it. Do we know 74 times a day is the average that someone checks Instagram? It's crazy. And 74 times 74 a day. 74 times, times. which I didn't not believe. Is, not I only is like, that insane, that sounds totally believable to me. I know. That's the insane <laughs> See, part. for me, I was like, no, that's not, that's maybe for other people that have real problems, but not me. Candace King totally knows how to handle her cell phone usage. And I was listening to Manoush. I was listening to a few episodes of her Note to Self podcast. Uh-huh. Um, I also watched her TED Talk. And I was like, no, 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 I got this. That's, I'm not bad like that. Like, let me see. Like in the morning, okay, maybe I check my phone right when I get up. Um, maybe I was an hour late to a girl's dinner this week because not because I was dying my hair pink. That actually did not take very Which, long. Which, by the way, Candace has pink hair right now. I do now. have pink it's hair so right cute. now. Thank you. Um, it was because I spent too much time taking pictures of myself to post on social media of oh, the man. pink hair and then got sucked into a wormhole of like what other people did that day on Instagram. And then how long was this process? Um, well, I was definitely, I was almost an hour late for so dinner. an hour, probably. Yeah, I, I was an hour late for dinner. And that happens all the time where I'm just like, I am very punctual. I hate being late. It, I will always be 15 minutes early. And to me, that is late. Uh, so social media has really affected that anxiety where I'm always now on the verge of running late or just yeah. being on time. But even, you know, with my child, I realize how many times I'm trying to like whip out the phone and get like cute pictures. And Mm. and with friends, it's like we all have to stage these pictures. And then what drove me nuts is that I realized 
I don't even go to the bathroom without my phone. That's guys. the hard part. And that's, that's the so thing twisted. that Manoush was talking about, too, is let it, allowing yourself the chance to be bored. Because when you're bored, you become brilliant. Bored? I can't even poop without my phone. Yes, like, <laughs> just, I mean, let's call it what it is. We all bring our bathrooms into the you our, our phones, our in the phones into the bathroom. The bathrooms actually come into the phone because <laughs> we're already living inside of the phone. OK, let's I be tried real. it this weekend, though, after listening to her podcast, not bringing my phone into the bathroom. And I let my mind wander and I did feel bored and I was kind of weirdly embarrassed at how bored I felt while using the toilet <laughs> and it doesn't take that long no, no. Yeah, that's we're one of the all reasons, just in there that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have her on the show because um, you guys talk a lot about this about sort of like the pressures of social media um, and what's fascinating to me is you know when she explored this topic in the note to self podcast and she ran that experiment where she had people just like delete the apps off of their phone mm-hmm. um, she's like we've forgotten how to be bored. Yeah. And because we've forgotten how to be bored, we're like, our creativity is suffering because we don't have those quiet moments where ideas come to us anymore. And um, that was such a revelation to me when I was reading her book. Her book is called Bored and Brilliant. And um, that was such a revelation to me when I read her book that I was like, oh, she has to be on this podcast because she, uh, you know, talks so directly about the stuff that you guys have been sort of like struggling with. But interestingly, what I want to talk to you about before we get on the phone with her um, cause she's going to be Skyping in from New York is, um, you, I, I have an advantage. Whereas if I get overwhelmed and I'm just tired of too much social media, I can like take a break and it's no big deal. You know, I don't have millions of followers though. I don't have that like pressure to, even though I'm like a low key influencer with my like 10,000 followers. I mean, or we follow you, Jack. <laughs> yes, I know. Thank Everyone you. Everyone go follow Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please go follow me. We're going to hit What's that your million social? mark. <laughs> What's your social, Jack? Uh, I'm at Jack Ferry on Instagram <laughs> and at Jack Ferry99 on Twitter. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But, um, you know, but you must feel like, I mean, both of you, you have very large followings online. So do you feel like, you know, because of that, is there additional pressure where you don't feel like you can take breaks? Oh, yeah. There's meetings on this. This is not it doesn't even it's not even a feeling of pressure. It just is. And uh, my favorite is when sometimes like I mean, I love when sometimes my manager will say like, oh, well, you know, so and so doesn't have an Instagram. It's like, well, yeah, that's really wonderful that, you know, who doesn't have an Instagram? I'm trying. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Like, well, that's great. Yeah. Like right. a Jennifer Lawrence doesn't really need an Instagram. I think, yeah. I think she's, she's, she's doing just star. fine. Yeah. Where, yeah, you know, it is important and it is become, it has become part of not even just the entertainment industry, but I think it's a part of a lot of people's business life as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. even just to go to your own, I didn't get to go to my high school reunion because I wasn't on the Facebook page. You know, I missed that. And that's how people communicate these days. It's not even just to specific to the entertainment industry. It really is a way that we all communicate and stay connected. Um, But what is specific to the entertainment industry is those numbers kind of equate how many people might view or support a project that you are a part of. So you know, beyond just like brands, which I'm sure a lot of people see, you know, branded marketing that are pushed by celebrities. Uh, it's also important for when you're auditioning for a film or a TV show, it shows like, hey, these people already have eyes on this person. So th- that's what's being asked of, you know, from us in a way of just, hey, you need to 
keep a dialogue and you should want to keep a dialogue mm-hmm. um, and you can't really turn it off. The hard part is I think networks and studios look at it as free advertising for they their do. projects. And so it is an immense amount of pressure because you feel not only is it representing you, but you feel like your job is at stake. Yeah. All things being equal they're going to hire the person with the bigger following. A hundred percent at this point. Yeah. I mean, except if you're Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, that's the thing. All things being equal. I mean, she is without equal. I, yeah. I would argue. Yeah. But um, I would say the, um, it, that's definitely true. Having gotten like casting sheets, um, even as a director and a producer, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that gets listed. Really? number of followers and on which platform. Yeah. And it's like something that we factor in. I mean, I, I do a lot of projects for the internet. So, for me, it makes sense, you know, like if somebody has that, uh, millions of YouTube followers and they're making a project, uh, making a project for the internet, that makes sense because that's where their their audience is. I'm, I personally have been skeptical about like if that translates into like ticket sales. Hmm. And my argument I made at the time was, um, remember when uh, Ashton Kutcher was like the yes, biggest person on Twitter? on Twitter? And it was in New York, in like in New huge. York City, they did this whole thing. Yeah. Where with like a ball, did it drop or did it explode? There was something like when monumentous he hit, when, when he hit a million Twitter followers. Oh, yeah. oh. But but when he he stopped, he's not on Twitter anymore. But when he was on Twitter, he had like the most followers ever. And what was interesting was he was in that. Remember he was in that Steve Jobs movie, mm-hmm. and no one went to see it. No one saw it. And like the thing that I kept pointing to people was like, listen, if his following. If, if a person's following is like going to be guaranteed that they're going to like make the project successful, then why didn't that movie be- do well? I think this is a generation thing, though. Yeah. Because that's different. That's a, our, a kind of someone that we've watched. But to my, you know, teenage stepdaughters, Ashton Kutcher maybe not be as relevant within their right. entertainment circuit at this point. Would I your mean, teenager even know who Steve Jobs is? Um, they <laughs> yes. do. Yes. They would know that. Okay. Um, I'd give them a little elbow and mm-hmm. be like, uh, look at your phone. phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, for them, it translates in like they watched Pretty Little Liars or even a Gossip Girl. Like right. my oldest daughter, she rewatched all of the Gossip Girl episodes. So when Blake Lively had that shark movie come out, she mm-hmm. was like, I want to go see it because I love Blake Lively. Right. And it direct and I could see I was like, oh, my gosh, it like it totally. She watched that. She followed it on Instagram. She like loves her lifestyle and hair and all the fun stuff and then she's sure. like i have to go see the shark movie and i was like what's it about and she's like i don't know but i love blake lively so, so you think it's a generational thing i think it is just watching how kids communicate on this device i mean it's crazy it's even even on snapchat they were they were showing like a little they have like little emojis that show what their friends are doing. And if their friend is in a car driving somewhere, you can track them. And it's like this little emoji that, that like shows them in a car yeah. driving around. <laughs> and I was like, are are we an emoji right now? Like, are your friends tracking us? They're like, oh yeah, this is how we all know oh, if they're oh, yeah. home oh, or gosh. if they're out with friends. Snap, I mean, Snapchat's crazy. And teens that use it, um, it, it's, they, they actually get like addicted. And this is something that Manoush talks about yeah. a lot. Mm. Um, there's this thing called Snapchat streaks, Snapchat streaks, streaks. Yeah. Which is a big deal because, um, I've heard stories about like teens when they like go on vacation. Yeah, it's true. Having like their friends log into their account so they can keep the streak alive. It's basically if you message somebody or send them something during the day and, uh, that continues the streak. But if you miss a day, then your the streak, streak is begins over. again. Right. Okay. And so some of these people have like, you know, 500 day streaks with their friends 
And it's like this like way to sort of like, look how good friends we are. Look at our streak. Like it's become this like, like actual, like tangible sort of measurement to their friendship. And so because of that, they get very addicted because they feel like the, they're 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 posting to each other not because they want to but because they have to keep the streak alive. Yep, that, that's that, dangerous. And that's exactly, I've seen. Yeah. I know my teenagers have given their information to a friend to keep their streaks up when they've been in a place where they can't be on their phone. That's like if you get grounded wild. from your phone, you can still just give your information <laughs> to someone else, and they can keep up all your like social media streaks for you. Wow. Yeah, that's nuts. This is the world that we live in, yeah. and for me, I'm like I just remember. Like we were in the BRB days. I mean, you'd get on AIM, AOL Instant Messenger for right. the youngins that don't mm-hmm. know what AIM means. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I always got an AIM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did too. You were hip. I wasn't that cool. <laughs> um, and you would go on and you talk for a little bit. And if you have to leave the computer, you BRB. Yeah, you leave an away message. right back. Yeah, you have an away message. Yeah. Um, and we don't do that anymore. It's because it there was, is no away. There's no Your computer's away. in your pocket. Your computer follows you. And yeah. I think that's the problem. It would be really great to be able to take a step away from the computer. But nowadays, we can't go anywhere without our cell phones. It's an addiction. Yeah. It's so, a serious addiction. So let me ask you this. Do you individually, do you feel that you are addicted to your apps on your phone? And if so, which apps? I think Instagram. I had the, the yeah. thought of that this weekend, how it's an it's an instinct now where I'll be on it and I don't even realize or remember when I pushed the app. And that's when I think, you know, it's an addiction. Yeah. So I was going to challenge myself possibly to deleting it for a a few days to see how it goes. But then I have this weird thought of, wait, it's also work, which is what we started this conversation about. That's what makes it really hard. So then at what point, yeah. I mean, how then do you justify it? I I don't know. And that's one of the things I want to talk to Manoush about Mm -hmm, because I feel like she's going to have... Um, good advice on that. How but. about you, Candice? I definitely Instagram. Uh, I think also I have a lot of anxiety writing texts back. I just won't text people. You are a really bad texter. I don't, and then I'm because people have said this to me, I'm like, I don't even want to open it because then I'm going to have to like continue the conversation. Right now, I would actually rather just like be, I'd, yeah, leave it unread and yeah. read it at a more convenient time. How many unread emails do you have on your phone right now? Um, oh, God. That's, I, that, I have an embarrassing number. I have uh, 19,324 <laughs> emails and unread at, text I'm at, messages. I'm at 4,700. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> yeah, unread text messages, 459. Holy shit. That's crazy. Okay, I'm never emailing you or texting you ever again. I'll just send you smoke signals, <laughs> both Perfect. of you. I would love that. <laughs> my only other thing I'm really addicted to is celebrity gossip. I okay. love sure. celebrity gossip, but I know that sounds really silly. Like, okay, not also a big because deal. because you are a celebrity. <laughs> Which I don't feel like a celebrity at all. Like, at all, at all. Um, and so I, but I love them. I like, like, I do. I, like, that's my mindless wandering. When I don't want to be present and when I just want to check out and just read some silly gossip. Is it an app or a website? It's websites. Okay. It's Daily Mail UK. Cammy got me into that oh one. It's a slippery Our slope. Friend Cammie. Yeah, Bear Miller. Yep. Um, <laughs> I also Perez Hilton, classic. I mean, I remember way back in the day when that 
I was remember when it started. Sure. And then there's one called like, oh no, you didn't blog spot or something. And sure. do are these valid? Like we know the gossip on this is true. Oh no, absolutely no. not. You never know any of <laughs> it's it. gossip. Um, yeah. but it's a way for me just to like check out. Uh and it's so silly. It's like obviously like I, I keep up with the news. BuzzFeed is another one which I tell myself is also it's, it's a good you, news. You actually outlet. you have that you're have that in common with Manoush. Yeah. When we used to work together um, I would ask her, I would like, she'd be, cause she would just be reading like, you know, this was years ago. So it wasn't, the websites weren't as big. So she would get like us weekly and things like that. And I was like, how do you, how do you like watch that stuff? She's just like, it's, she's like, I equate it to sports. It's like guys in sports. Mm-hmm. This is our, our sports. She's just like, I don't really care about these people, but it's just something like you can read this stuff and it kind of turns your brain off. And sometimes you just want to turn your brain off. She's like, in the morning, I like to like read a newspaper on the subway ride in. But on the way home, when I'm like tired and my brain is mushy, I just want to like, I I love reading those things for that reason. So so I think that's completely understandable. And when she explained it to me that way, I was like, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Because for me, sports is not just, you know, who's the better team. It's it's like there's these stories along with everything. Like it's like, oh yeah, like that guy was in like a hitting slump and like he's getting out of it now. And like, that's really interesting. And like, oh, this guy's coming back from injury and will he be able to be the same pitcher that he was before? And it's like these like stories that uh, once you start to like, get invested basically in the characters on the team. Yes. Um, you know, it's just, and, and like, and also like when you have like big sporting events, like the world cup and things like that, you know, where it's like, you've got entire countries rooting mm-hmm. for their country, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of story there. So I completely understand that. And I think we should explain it to me that that's, that's kind of what, how it made sense to me. So do you think then that you could not check those gossip sites for a few days? I think what what's different is that at least back in when you would just read like an Us Weekly magazine, yeah. there's a, a beginning and an end and you mm. put it down. Oh, it's true. Yeah, the and websites have the no websites end. the websites have <laughs> that's, no that's end and they really update so many times yeah, during the day. So true. And so, yeah, I think that it's, I would rather just limit myself to like, okay, this is like my end of the day with my glass of wine, you know, while the kitchen's heating like the stove is heating up or something like that so but just a lot minimizing of it yeah. Yeah. yeah just minimizing it uh that's what i think i mean i i was so fascinated by manusha's bored and brilliant project yeah. and i'm really excited to talk to her about it and and the scientific studies that came out at the end of it and and uh, just listening to her ted talk her her reaction i'm excited to dive a little bit deeper but i i don't want to get rid of my phone completely i just want to use it for better reasons as more with intention mm-hmm. i think that's the bigger thing intention we're going on a big family trip soon and i'm actually have a lot of i'm like anxious at the idea that we're all just going to be on our phones the whole time yeah and it's so easy to do that and be like oh well we're just relaxing and this is how people relax and and that's actually it's not relaxing and you do have to be disconnected i mean i even found myself telling my my reps like Hey, I'm going to be out of town for a couple of weeks, but if if you need anything, I will be on my phone at all point. And they're like, no, don't be on your phone. Like, <laughs> point of vacation. Know, even they're just saying, like, yeah. it's okay. We'll reach you if we need to reach you. I have you. a Manoush quote for you that you can take on your vacation. Okay. It says, if you don't decide how to use the technology, the technology will decide for you. Ooh. So maybe you should... <laughs> tattoo that on yourself maybe (laughs) i know i thought watching like a whole season of black mirror would encourage (laughs) me to just put my phone down but 
Ugh. It's a, it's an easy to get into that habit. I mean, I had to put my apps. Um, I don't spend any time on Facebook, but I'm on Twitter and Instagram constantly. Mm. I put them in a side folder called Time Sucks. So that at least when I go on, I'm going on with like a little bit of intention. Um, but I've my brain has already been like, nope. Meh, just. So are those the two you think you're addicted oh, to? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And like I've tried to like log out. I don't delete them. What I do is I log out. So there's like an extra speed bump oh, to get smart. back in. Um, but even so I still do it yeah. because I just like my body just doesn't naturally, I, I'm looking at Instagram before I even realize I'm doing it. Exactly. Yeah. That's when it gets scary for me. That's Very when I'm scary. like, I'm doing this without any kind of intention just, and just because my body is just like thirsty for a, you know, a little hit of dopamine mm -hmm. and it's just like, that's how it, how it goes. And that's one of the things that she talks about is, you know, she, she's interviewed, um, like former engineers at like these social media companies and like, that's what they're doing. They're, they're trying to figure out like, how can we get people to spend more time on these apps? Mm -hmm. But nobody is asking the question except for this one guy who used to work at Google and no one's asking the question of, should we mm -hmm. <laughs> be yeah. doing that? Like we have no idea the long-term ramifications of this. I mean, already I, I've, want to let all the the youngins know out there that being a parent we learn so much from just watching you guys grow up about ourselves and something that i've learned by watching our teens grow up is that i'm just as addicted to my phone as they are and it's such a weird feeling to be like you're grounded put your phone down oh i'm gonna sit here and watch tv and surf the uh -huh. web at the same time like it's yeah. it's so ridiculous but it's crazy to me now that you can say like okay you know we're we're taking away TV. Okay. We're taking away your computer. Okay. We're taking away uh, sleepovers and hang time with friends. Okay. We're taking away your phone. Oh my <laughs> gosh. The world is The ending. world has ended. And like, right. I mean, it's emotional. There's tears. There's, but the reality is, is I wonder if someone did that to us, three adults sitting right here, what would our reaction be if I just said, no, you're done. I'm taking away your phone for the whole week. <laughs> Extreme anxiety. And if you need to use it, you can come to me and ask for permission oh and I gosh. will like monitor when you're using it. Could you imagine? No, I could not. I would have such anxiety. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, it's like, I was just like, oh my gosh, teenagers are so dramatic. And then I had to think like, oh my God, yeah. I would be the exact same way. I'm sitting here on my phone as we speak. And it was just the biggest light bulb moment of like, God, I really need to redirect, you yeah. know, my what's important to me because you're missing so many things right here. Mm -hmm. But there is what's interesting, too, is that there is like um, some good for it. You know, like you can like you use uh, like those gossip websites kind of as an op opportunity to sort of like turn your brain off a little bit and like unwind. So it's like a little bit of like um, like self-care going on there because it's sort of like I'm feeling overwhelmed. I just need to like tune out for some for a couple minutes. So to suddenly deny yourself that mm. after you've become like physically dependent on it would, I think, create a lot of Except anxiety. that I know I'm very fortunate enough in my own like work that I've done on myself and my brain that I know things that make me happy. Mm. I know that sitting down and reading for 20 minutes would make me feel so happy and calm. Yeah. I know that just picking up a pen and writing a list of things that I need to do or even like for this trip that we're about to go on, just writing a packing list is actually really calming for me. I like to do those things. I also love to organize a junk drawer, you know, doing things so like that. So instead of doing that, you end up doing the gossip. Yeah. Or like yeah. even just taking a time out to roll around on the ground with, you know, our two and a half year old. 
that's really nice. You know, I do you, walking, feel, do you feel guilty sometimes when you're like, I could be playing with my kid right now and instead I'm on this. Yes. No, I, it ha- hits me all the time yeah. where I'm just like, what am I doing? I'm missing out on so many things. And, and she knows, I mean, she'll, she'll be like, mama, I want your phone. Dada, I want to play games on your phone because she sees all of us sitting there on our phones mm-hmm. and she doesn't have one. And, and she's not preconditioned to have this idea that you're supposed to have your phone on you at all times. But I know that she's going to like it's a learned thing. She's seeing us all doing it. Right. And so it's unfortunately as the adults in the situation, a conversation my husband and I have had is we can't just expect our teenagers to just willingly give up their phones because guess what? We're in front of them on our phones all Mm -hmm. the time. So we have to practice what we preach. We have to put our phones down more. We have to put our phone in the glove compartment box and not bring it out when we're at a red light in the car that is still texting and driving. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy that we have so many, it's so easy to judge like this younger generation and be like scared for what our future, their future with relationship with technology when the reality is we're the worst of it. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're going to get some tips from Manoush. So um, that's really exciting. Stay tuned. Away offers high quality luggage that is designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel. Available in a variety of colors and four sizes, including carry-on sizes that are compliant with all major U.S. airlines. The Away suitcase is lightweight and made with premium German polycarbonate that's unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. Not to mention, it features a TSA-approved combination lock, four 360-degree spinner wheels, and a patent-pending compression system to help with overpackers, which let's be honest, we all are. <laughs> Better yet, you know, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge anything that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge will power your phone five times. Five times. It's true. I've had an away suitcase for a while and I was so grateful for it because I was charging my phone on the go when I was running through the airport last week. I love how the charger comes out of the suitcase and you can take put the suitcase somewhere else and then take the charger with you. Yes, it, you just put the suitcase on the overhead luggage area and then you can be charging your phone comfortably in your seat. And I love how lightweight the suitcase is too. I mean, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm working my muscles trying to get the suitcase up in the overhead container and this is it's so lightweight. It really helps with Like that. a feather, especially when you're carrying a heavy tube year old it's like thank you for the light suitcase <laughs> try out a way for a hundred days vibe with it travel with it instagram it and if at any point you decide it is not for you return it for a full refund and shipping is free within the lower 48 states thanks to Away's lifetime warranty if anything breaks they'll fix it so you've got nothing to lose for twenty dollars off a suitcase visit awaytravel.com forward slash challenged that's challenged with a d and use promo code challenged during checkout that's awaytravel.com slash challenged and promo code challenged with the d for twenty dollars off your away suitcase rx bar believes in the power of transparency and lets the core ingredients do all the talking That's why they list their ingredients right on the front of the packaging. They're the ones who use egg whites for protein, dates to bind, nuts for texture, and other delicious ingredients like unsweetened chocolate, real fruit, and spices like sea salt or cinnamon. Mm, That sounds really good. 
RX Bar comes in 14 delicious flavors like mango pineapple, chocolate chip, peanut butter, and lots of other seasonal flavors. RX Bars are even gluten-free, soy-free, and free of artificial flavors and preservatives. They're great for a number of occasions like breakfast on the go, a pre-workout snack, or a 3 p.m. pick-me-up at the office. RX Bar just debuted a new RX Nut Butter. Each single serve packet contains delicious creamy nut butter with 9 grams of high-quality protein and comes in three flavors, honey, cinnamon, peanut butter, peanut butter, and vanilla almond butter. It's squeezable and spreadable and pairs great with fruit, rice cakes, pretzels, or just straight out of the pouch. I'm such a fan of RX Bars. I'm so excited that we're talking about them. The peanut butter one is my jam. I, I love it. Love me some peanut butter. I'm loving these, the RX nut butters, because being able to just not have to bring a whole jar of almond butter with you for your on-the-go snacks, because we've all had those little containers, those little, you know, on-the-go lunch boxes, or is that just me? Do I just like to keep snacks in my car at I all think times? that's just you. Am I just a mommy snacker? Well, I love these to-go pouches. It's really helpful. You can throw them in your kids' lunch boxes. You can throw them in your purse. I've always got snacks in my purse. And you know what kind of snacks they are? RX bars. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com forward slash challenge. That's challenge with a D and enter promo code challenged at checkout. I love that you just asked where your phone was and you were looking for it. <laughs> uh-huh. And where is your and phone, was, Manoush? Yeah, no, I'm looking at my phone <laughs> while asking where it was. Um, uh, and I now have the word asshole printed across my forehead. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you for Skyping in with us today from you're in Jersey right now. Yes, I'm embarrassed to say that I'm in New Jersey. And normally I'm in Brooklyn, which is way cooler, but um, I'm Jersey girl. (laughs) Not just in Jersey. You're at the public library in Jersey. Yes. Skyping in. Commitment. Yes. You had to tell me. uh, (laughs) You had to tell everyone, really, that yes. So my kids are with their grandparents right now. And, um, I had to because camp hasn't started yet. And so I am at the public library, which, by the way, is extraordinary. A shout out to the Princeton Public Library. Um, but hence the like jerry rigging of this entire I love, it. I love it. But that's technology at its best. <laughs> yeah, like we can totally. be across the country from one another, Skyping in and talking about our addiction to technology. But this, <laughs> this is one of the positive parts of it. Yes, that is true. Um, your TED Talk blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it obviously discussed a lot of things that you talk about on your podcast. Manoush has two podcasts, Note to Self and Zigzag. And you also have a book that's been released called Bored and Brilliant. Yeah. And you talk about the Bored and Brilliant project on your TED Talk. And I realized I am definitely never bored. And if I am really? bored, I'm never bored. And if I am bored, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am lazy. I feel like I should be doing something. And we've actually talked about this on the podcast before. Where even there was an episode where we were talking about the fact you've been going to the grocery store now. The grocery store has a banner that says, we can actually deliver our groceries to you in two hours and less. It's like, oh my God, I should be so busy that I can't even go to the grocery store anymore. Because <laughs> I should be able to do it on my phone and just never leave the black mirror of my phone. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, first of all, the fact that you're asking these questions is really great. And I have to say, I totally get it because that is what I thought, too. I remember like when Twitter first started, I was like, what? people were like, when are we supposed to tweet? They're like, while you're in line at the grocery store, you know, those like little moments <laughs> mm-hmm. in your day when you're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. That's when you like create your brand online. And everyone was like, 
okay. And it's hard to believe that that's just normal now, right? Yeah. Like nobody has to force you to do it. Instagram's awesome. We, we love the connectivity that we have, but like for. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. 
with so many sample packs, new products. It's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code challenged right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code challenged. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. For me, I don't know about you guys, but like I felt like my brain was so overloaded. And actually, I thought that it was maybe causing me problems. Like Mm -hmm. I was having trouble reading a book. Mm -hmm. I was having trouble um, really sort of delving down into complex issues. And it's sort of that's what it made me wonder. I was like, man, I am never bored is that actually the problem? And so I went, fell down this rabbit hole of trying to research, like, what happens in your brain when you get bored? Is it actually something that is could potentially be good? Or more importantly, would it be bad to never be bored mm-hmm. again? And mm-hmm. it turns out all this cool stuff happens in your head. You, you, have, into it? you have this quote that says, uh, you thought only boring people were bored. And w- right. I didn't think I thought that until you said that, uh, that we all should be bored is such a concept that I'm still trying to wrap my mind around. But I do feel like there's sort of this glaze over my thoughts. <laughs> and I think well, I think that's what you mean, right? So what if I said to you, like, let's get rid of the word bored. What if I was like, what if you never allow your mind to wander or you never uh, allow your thoughts just to go off and then follow and see where they go? Like, I think it's the word bored has yeah. a problem. Mm. Like, bored sounds like bad. Mm-hmm. And there is there, the semantics really do matter. But if you swap it out and you call it um, mind wandering or daydreaming or then it starts to sound a little bit more romantic. Absolutely. But then what if I told told you that actually when you're bored, you ignite a network in your brain called the default mode. And actually the default mode is where you do your best problem solving, your most creative thinking, and you actually have empathy. So like Mm. really, really wonderful, important, good, productive, and smart things happen when you activate that network in your brain. And so it's like the words we choose, I think, matter a lot. Mm. What's funny is I feel like the only time I allow myself to do that is if I'm like, okay, I'm going to a yoga class where I'm going to be very productive and sweat and work on my fitness. (laughs) And I know at the very end of that, they're going to put on some nice music and I'm just going to let my mind wander for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I want to go to that (laughs) yoga class. (laughs) Core power gives you like 60 seconds. And I'm like, okay, I did it. I really shut my brain off for the day. 60 seconds. I mean, we were talking earlier about how like you don't even like I don't want to speak for everyone else, but I bring my phone into the bathroom with me. I mean, that's how addicted we are to them. And and I've got we have three girls between my husband and I that we're raising and we realize how addicted we are to our phones, even in front of the kids and how it affects those relationships where we really just don't even take time away from the technology to connect with each other beyond just connecting with ourselves in a state of not, yeah, not boredom, but even just daydreaming. Yeah. So you brought up a lot of things there. Well, one is that like in yoga and meditation, you're supposed to do something, not let your mind wander, right? You're just supposed to have sort of nothingness. Like that's kind of the idea, Mm -hmm. right? So I had this debate actually with Dan Harris. You should have him on. He um, hosts the 10% Happier podcast. Um, So yeah, he's really great. And um, so he and I had this debate over like, and we decided that actually meditation and mind wandering are 
two sides of the same coin, but they are different. So we won't go into that. Okay. But what you say about your girls is really interesting because when you talk, when I have talked to like teenagers and stuff, they're like, well, my parents are way worse than I am. They're mm-hmm. the ones who can't put their phones away. I actually, and I'm hearing more and more from teenagers, like this 13 year old girl said to me, she just got her a phone, right? Like that's the age. I was like, cool. Are you going to be on Snapchat this weekend? I was like, cool. And I don't have teenagers yet. And um, she was like, no, only losers are on their phones all weekend. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, I think for a lot of it, us it's the gen xers and the millennial parents who are like have our heads stuck in our phones and if that's the sort of role models that kids have um i don't know but they seem like they're smarter than us these gen zers they seem to like i think there's a backlash actually happening which is going to be really interesting to watch that's helpful yeah there's something going on now even in the news where it's like these there's this this feeling now suddenly where it's like hey these tech companies are not your friend Mm -hmm. and i think you, you talk a little bit about this too about how like there was like a whistleblower who was like yeah, we develop apps to take up as much time as possible. And we come up with new ways to make people spend more time on those apps. And no one has stopped and asked the question of what potential damage could we be doing? And he's like the only oh, person he- saying it. <laughs> uh, Tristan, I think you're talking about yes, Tristan exactly. Harris. Yeah, like he uses um, actually Snapchat as the perfect example. Like, I don't know if you, your girls are into Snapchat. Like there's this thing called Snapchat streaks. Oh, we talked, we about, talked this. about this. Oh, you the guys, streaks are please. so big. Not, okay. And yes, they actually do pass off their passwords to other friends to keep their streaks up. And these are friends that live in different states that they don't see. And on one hand, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like you're keeping in touch with like a cousin from out of state where you guys send each other a picture every day. But yeah. but it's not about the picture. There's like all this added pressure. There's a connection. All this added stuff. But I mean, I, and if that was the reason, then I think like, cool, if the reason is good because you want to stay in touch with someone or you get this warm, fuzzy feeling or whatever, you feel connected. Great. But if you're doing it because actually the app is manipulating you and its business model is built on time with your eyeballs, mm-hmm. like how does Facebook measure success by how many minutes people are on the actual platform? So if they're optimizing to keep you checking in or spending time and that is how they're making money and they're selling uh, ads and your data, well, not directly, but via micro-targeting you with all the information that you give them by conducting half of your life on there, then, you know, you're the product essentially, Mm -hmm. right? And I find that like, it's, I don't know, it it does remind me of like, not to say that social media is like cigarettes because like cigarettes, there's no redeeming quality other than like, we used to think you looked cool, but like with social media, <laughs> I do think there are like, there are redeeming qualities. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to say that there are none is not true, but when you describe it, like, and you say, Oh, to kids, like you're, you know, you're essentially like being manipulated. Here's how the design works. Here's how they sort of set it up so that you see little like emoticon trophies or whatever else. Like when you explain the design and the tech and the biology of your brain, the neuroscience, it's like, you're like, Oh, F that. I don't want to, you know, I want to be in charge of my own brain. I want to make the decisions. I don't want to leave it up to them. Mm -hmm. And I do think like for grownups, they're starting to see that too. Like Mm -hmm. the whole Cambridge Analytica thing that happened over the last six months with people starting to understand where exactly all their personal information goes. goes. Yeah. Do you guys have a bedtime for your phone? Uh, We kind of, my husband came up with a rule for our teenagers of just like, okay, depending on their age, like, you know, at one point it was like 9.30 p.m. Your phone has to be downstairs because there's no reason that you should need it after that. 
Like at that point, if you want to watch some TV, you can watch TV. If you want to do homework, you can do homework. And I realized that we were putting this bedtime for the kids, but we weren't putting our own bedtime on ourselves on when to like put our phone down and how much it actually yeah. it does affect our relationship with each other as a couple. Like mm-hmm. there's time, so much time spent next to each other on the couch on our phones yeah. instead of actually <laughs> like emotionally Connecting. bonding with yeah. your spouse. And Manoush, do you have any rules for yourself or your kids when it comes to technology? Well, I thought it was really like this happened pretty recently that we went for the checkup, you know, the pediatrician. And Uh she asked three questions. She said, do you brush your teeth? Do you wear a seatbelt? And do you make sure you don't look at screens an hour before bed? And I was like, oh, look at that. It's like a thing. And so now I'm like, you know, Dr. Dalton says like no screens an hour before bed. Like that's just the way it is. And I try to remind myself of that, too. Like, especially as someone who's just started her own business, Oh my God, it is so, so hard. But my husband is a maniac. Like he is like, it is off the minute he walks through the door. He kept a landline just so that people can, if they know that like once he is home, the only way to reach him is on the landline. Like he's totally militant about it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. But I'm not. So I'm the one who like, I wrote the book that I needed. (laughs) You know, so that's, that's encouraging though, because Josh is a, your husband is a, political reporter. So you would think he needs to be connected all the time because of things that are constantly happening. I mean, forget about the fact that the president of the United States just like tweets furiously Mm. at all hours. Yes. Um, But it's cool that, you know, he's able to find that discipline uh, despite the fact that he has a job that you would think he would need to be super connected for. So that, that was surprising to me. Yeah. And I think, you know, for a lot of people, it's like, you got to play the long game on this, right? Like mm-hmm. burnout is real. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you, you guys have super intense jobs, right? And so for you to be totally present on set or to, you know, really be able to put your mind in somebody else's shoes or to be running around if you're like a reporter all day long, like that's depleting. Mm-hmm. You need the recharge part. And mm-hmm. I think like, uh, Jack, you knew me when, like, I think that I thought I was like a computer, like you just charge me and then on off I go again. Mm-hmm. And like, doesn't unfortunately like my i'm not a computer i'm very human and i need i need to recharge i cannot keep going especially i think type a people who are just like go 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 you know you got to like take care of your body and your brain so i think it's retraining ourselves to recharge without electronics is that what you mean i do that's exactly right because i think the electronics, I mean, you feel it, right? Like you look up oh, and yeah. two hours are gone mm-hmm. and you were on Instagram the whole time and you're like, oh shit, what just happened? But does um, that recharge or, us? No, right? Look, I think, you know, for some people they might be like, I feel super relaxed and really great. And and maybe if they're a lifeguard, they do spend time just sitting looking. Like it kind of depends what you're like the rest. It's about finding the balance that's right for you. Like mm-hmm. that's my main thing is I refuse to be like prescriptive, like turn it off then and don't use it then or whatever. No, like seriously, you need to check in with you. Are mm-hmm. you feeling kind of, I call it like cracked out. You know, if you're feeling kind of cracked out, like you can't concentrate, like you've got itchy fingers, mm-hmm. people you describe it like they can't sleep really well or they have twitchy eyelids or that's they what like it's from? keep checking. That's checking, what my twitchy yeah. eyelid is from? <laughs> yeah, Whoa. I, know. I know. I keep I telling you to eat a banana for potassium, no. but it doesn't seem to work. I thought I was blaming it on my contacts. <laughs> Um, no, like looking at your screen, like can mess with you. It's the, yeah, the blue light and stuff. Also 
caffeine. I'm sorry to tell you that. Mm, I, I yeah. have it too. Um, but in any case, like people, when you ask them to like, what's, what, how do you know? Some people describe like when they're like, you're at your like wits end, right? With mm-hmm. too much technology. Some people are like, oh my God, I totally know it's when I, I physically, they feel it in their bodies, right? Other people are like, I can't read a book anymore. Like I try to sit down and like actually read something that goes on longer than a paragraph and I can't do mm. it. So I think everybody has their own check-ins, but the key thing is to ask yourself, people, other people are like, what are you even talking about? And you're like, well, you know, like next time you don't feel well, ask yourself like, why are you mm. sick? Or is it because you're just kind of spending too much time on your phone? Like, what is it for you? I think we're all different and we need to be able to observe our own behavior and like nail it. Like, what's what's my thing? I know my thing. My thing is like I put down my phone and then I pick it up literally two seconds later to like see if something new has come in. Yep. And actually, they have studied this in a lab where if you are if you get a lot of interruptions for an hour Like, let's say you're trying to get work done and people like are interrupting you, like you're getting pings and new emails coming in and maybe even, you know, texts from your mom. The next hour, even if you don't get any interruptions, you will start to interrupt yourself. Your brain gets in this habit, checking, 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 checking. And I can feel it. Like if I start the day checking, checking, it is an avalanche. It is a snowball effect. And I am like Twitter insane for the rest of the day. So would it be beneficial to wake up an hour earlier just to sit? And if you do have a cup of caffeine to sit and sip your caffeine for a little bit without any interruptions to set your day off, right? I think what you're saying is like what a lot of like Zen masters, maybe they're having green tea, but like setting an intention for your day. A lot of people say or meditating on, you know, what it's back to your core, like mission as a human being. Right. Mm. Like, what do I want my life to look like today? Mm. Essentially. I feel like no one's ever going to say I want to post like 15 times on Instagram and get 100 (laughs) likes. So true. Ever. Well, I feel like it's also desensitized us from tuning into each other. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a huge part, especially with a background in journalism. I mean, that's the whole thing. You're finding the story, yes. looking for the story. Mm-hmm. And as actors, it's also looking for the story and and, story. and and tuning into other people's feelings and, and, and just being aware and taking that into ourselves. And I don't do that anymore. I don't ask people if someone asks me how my day is out in like yeah. in the uh, in the real world. I'm just like, why? What's wrong? Like, why are we talking with one another? Like, what do you need? Wait. So can I ask you a question? Like when you are on set, right? And like, forgive me if I sound like stupid or no, naive, but wrong. like if you are about to like start filming a scene, what do you do to, to mentally prepare? Can you be like on your phone answering an email and then turn it on like and go and like be in a scene i can't i i have to leave my phone off or just in the trailer in the trailer so that i'm not uh, i don't have it around me um because i i technically need to sort of i i'm not i haven't been on one show forever i kind of switch and i'm like this character on this show this character on this show so i bounce around so from my mind i need to go okay who am i what am i gonna do my phone is not there and i'll try and check it at lunch or in between scenes if i'm not in the next scene kind of thing i'm not good at that but some actors i've seen can be finishing an email and action and then continue on into the scene. So I wow, can't do that, really? but I've seen it happen multiple times. A lot of people are Are kinda... they good actors? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I worked on the same show for eight years. So 
it was, I mean, I'll admit I'm, I'm kind of bad with peer pressure. If everyone around me is on their phone, <laughs> I feel like, okay, like I'll go get my phone. Like I can fit into this phone diving. <laughs> cool kids circle. Yeah. Um, it would usually be, what was crazy. It was usually when there were a lot of actors at once, um, because you're not really having to say too many things. Usually everyone just has like one line to pop in. So you don't really have uh-huh. to be as, and that sounds so lazy, but you don't have to be as present. Uh, and you're there for such a long time and you're in the same room with like a hundred right. people for like 14 hours. Um, we also just knew our characters. It, it was just easy to kind of tune into mm-hmm. the phone if we needed to. A lot of us were in long distance relationships. A lot of us right. were doing business from out of state. Um, but it, what I did find interesting was is when we had a very long scene, um, our AD would just yell out like, okay, everybody just get on your phones and stay quiet. Scroll through Facebook. <laughs> you know, that was his way to be like, wow. don't, because even you could hear like a, a bag of chips, like open, <laughs> like that's how sensitive our sound stages were. Right. Like if someone opened up a bag of Lay's chips, you heard it and you were like, really, really? I'm crying about like someone just died and we're all crying now. <laughs> so he would tell the crew. So to he get would on tell the phones. crew, everyone get on your phones. Um, just keep them to shut them up. Yes. But I <laughs> have heard of sets where there are phone free sets, just like I've heard about. There's mm-hmm. a, a set where there's a gum free set. That's my dream. Cause I hate when people are irresponsible with their gum chewing. <laughs> Um, but I leaned back on the grass the other day and into someone's gum. Yeah, oh, that's and it what was happens. all over my hand. That's what happens when there are Horrifying. irresponsible gum chewers in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's also irresponsible phone users. Like, yeah, it would be really right. frustrating when you're in the middle of something and someone's kind of finishing up an email and they've already yelled action, but you're so tuned into what you're doing in front of you. Um, and then the game of like hide the phone. You know, where you're literally on a set and everyone would be like, okay, camera set, ready, you know, Mark. And then everyone would like, like little cockroaches, like hide them, hide the phones everywhere. And they'd be like under a prop through like the couch cushion. Um, So, yeah, it's crazy that even at work, depending on the scene, depending on the scene and how many people and how long it was going to take. But even just saying it right now, I'm realizing, God, we were all just on our phones all the time. And we kind of did miss out on some moments that could have been more organic and truer and and creative. Mm. So, Manoush, I have a question for you. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. because uh, these lovely ladies obviously have such big followings. It's actually like a part of their job to be connected and to post a lot of things. So, um, you know, they can't really do like the, the board and brilliant challenge where they delete all the apps off of their phone. Oh no, it's just one. It's just one. And it's just for the day. Your favorite one. Right. Yeah. But, but then it's like, um, so, but because of that, I I would argue they can actually, I mean, okay, let me hear it. Make your argument. I want to hear it. So, okay. So in the book board and brilliant, we have like, it's like seven little experiments that you can do on yourself to sort of see like, you know, and, and everyone is different. So some people like one of them is what Jack's talking about is called delete that app. And it's to take the app that's kind of driving you the craziest it doesn't have to be your favorite. It could just be the one that you feel compelled to use or, or just, right. you know, for some reason, you just keep like your thumb just gravitates towards it. Take it off your phone just for the day just to see what it's like. Right. And I, I would actually argue that, you know, what why are you on social media? It's um, so that people feel like they know you so that they feel like you have a connection with them. It's also about building your own personal brand and sharing your life with them. And if I would just say that if this is something that is very like important to you and you're thinking about experimenting with it and it's something that you think 
everyone should maybe think about doing, then by all means do it and like tell people, but here's the key thing, Jack, right? Tell people that you're doing it, right? Set the intention back to our intention thing, right? Like how much does it drive you apeshit when somebody doesn't respond to your texts? Mm -hmm. But like, like if my husband's like, I'm going into court now, I'm not gonna be on my phone for the next four hours. No problem. Yeah. But, oh, I you remember know, those days. Cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> bring remember your that? cell phone in. Yeah, I remember that. That's right. You still can't. So, yeah. um, so I think it's just about communicating what you're doing and why you're doing it and when you'll be back. Hmm. And people are super cool about that. They're like, okay, great. I'll check in with you then. And good for you Love for, that. you know, making, making a, a choice. So I would say like, but I, but I get you with like the point being like, you know, there are a lot of people like their job is to do social media. Yeah. If it's your job, then yeah, you got to pay the bills. You got to do what you got to do. But, but like, it's just I for a day. That's one of the seven. Delete just it for, for a day. day. Yeah, just for a day. Okay. Well, also, for a, a day. job should have a beginning and an end point. You should be able to go True. to work uh-huh. and then that. end work. And that's a, one thing I am trying to be better about with in regards to social media and the fact that it is a part of our job is saying like, okay, you know what? I'm not just going to sit here and wander Instagram. I'm going to sit here yes. with the intention of like, getting totally. some work done and, and, you know, promoting things I want to promote and just, or putting my like good vibes out into the world yeah. or whatever work needs to no, be done, right. but which, which is, but yeah, intention, I think is such a big thing. What are the other six? Oh, okay. Well, there's a whole thing. I will, I'll give you just like my two Run other down. favorites. Yeah. Okay, so cool. one is like, you mentioned going to the bathroom with your phone. You are not alone. <laughs> Everyone goes to the bathroom with their phone. So the first day, day one is just put it in your pocket. Just like dude, or better yet, put it in your bag, get it off your person while you are in transit. So like no walking and texting, no, like being, you know, you're whatever your boyfriend's driving you somewhere. You can't be on your phone. Just like whenever you're moving your body in space don't move your mind as well be Hmm. like in your person Hmm. and and I think for a lot of people for me I'll just give you my own experience I didn't realize that I would check my phone while I was waiting for an elevator then I would check my phone while I was in the elevator and then I would check it again when I got out of the elevator what the did I think was going to happen <laughs> in those like 30 seconds? I don't know. But what it was, was like, it was a physical reflex. I didn't even know I was checking my phone. Like I didn't even know my body. It was like, you know, you, people walk outside and light up a cigarette. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it yeah. was just something my body was programmed to do. Yeah. yeah. Ritual. Totally. So if you break that, suddenly you're like, Oh, look at that cute guy who's in the elevator. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like things can happen in real mm-hmm. life. So, um, okay, let's think. What's another one that was good? Um, another one is actually um, taking a vocation. So like, or actually we called it fakeation in the, in the book. Um, a fake taking a vacation. So it's like what you were talking about, this idea of like taking a break from something, but then letting people know, like today, you know, you're, you're at work, but you just are setting an out of office response. Um, I'm in Cuba for the next two hours or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like doing the deep work from, but I'll be back in my inbox at 5 PM, basically taking a vacation from connectivity essentially, mm-hmm. but setting the, 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 the barriers, you know, letting people know when you'll be back, resetting the expectations. Because I think like a lot of us have kind of confused productivity with reactivity that we yes. think the minute, oh, wow. like, you know, like the minute a G chat comes in or a text comes in, you're like, Oh, I gotta respond as quickly as possible. And like, actually you're, you know, maybe sitting down and memorizing your lines for an hour 
that's way more productive for you, I, I would guess. Um, I 100% for me, feel that way. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did. And like, when did we suddenly get used to like responding to people within seconds? I don't yeah. know. I, I think sometimes now we expect that or we we think others expect that of us. And so it's that mm. um, almost pressure to go, okay, I'm going to respond right away because I'm diligent and I want to prove to them that I'm, I, yes. I mean business and that kind of thing. Yes. And everyone just has to talk about that. They're so busy all the time. Like everyone is always so busy. I was late because I was so busy. You know, it's just like, where are you? But I think we are. We are I know, so we damn are. busy. No, we are living point, like yeah. 10 people's lives. You're living mm. like your Instagram life, your Twitter life, your Snapchat life, your mom life, your actor life, your, you know, house, take care of the house person life. Like we're living multiple lives simultaneously. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we really are that busy. The problem is like, we don't get 10 times the amount of time we still have to do it in the same like time I wish could be multiplied but we only get one life I even found myself listening to podcasts in the shower because Jack has been telling us listen to podcasts listen to podcasts and I keep thinking I'm not listening to enough and so I love my shower time. I think that's my creative time when probably my deep when I go into default mode and I but I found that I was kind of listening to podcasts instead of allowing myself to go into default mode. So I've nixed that. Now I'm taking a real shower, a uh, complete shower, and I'm getting my podcast time for, another time. For the record, I never advocated listen to more podcasts in the shower. <laughs> True story. That's I just really- made that up myself. <laughs> but you know what I'm hearing? Like, ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but it's like good girls who work hard and do the right thing. And like, if somebody says you should be tweeting 10 times a day, God damn it. We're going to tweet 10 times a day. You know what I mean? Like always like feeling like we have to give it our hardest and our all. And feeling like if um, if you aren't, someone else is doing it. So they're going to beat you to it. And not just doing it, but doing it flawlessly Mm -hmm. on all these social media Mm -hmm. (laughs) platforms where you're like, damn it. How are they doing all of this? But that's why you started your show, right? Because yeah. we all know that that's both. Yes. So. Yes. And we didn't know how to. Well, I don't want to speak for Kayla, but yeah, I will. We, we've talked about <laughs> it. Um, we didn't know how to really discuss that on a social media platform because mm-hmm. even that felt inauthentic. Yeah. Like trying to be like, oh, man, crazy day. Here's like a crazy day looking selfie. It's like, no, I'd rather just talk about mm-hmm. it with other people that are also going through similar things because it isn't just one thing it's not just having a bad day it's like really examining like why are we so attached to these phones and and how the how has the phone become more of an identity of who we are than just Mm. our own perspective and our own identity of who we think we are and that's been such a big struggle where even you know talking about taking a vacation like you know even with holidays and and vacation times like one of the big things I'm really worried about is not like oh gosh are we gonna get food poisoning or get lost it's are we gonna just be on our phones the whole time and miss out on this really special experience like is is holiday like holidays have they just become too much about posting what you're doing all day I mean proving to others you're having this cool experience instead of actually having it yeah, I mean, I do think that that's where Jack, the magic of podcasts come in because you can have nuance and like we can hear like, you know, all the different flavors of your personality and your voice. And I think it really I think that's why podcasts are like having a, 
uh, sort of Moment. surge, right? Yeah. Because yeah. people are looking for that sort of connection and you just can't get it in a post. Yeah. Well, speaking of podcasts, Manoush, you have a new podcast called Zigzag. Yeah. yeah. So tell, tell people about it so we can go check it out. Yeah. Well, I did something insane. Uh, <laughs> I quit my job and <laughs> my executive producer and I jumped together. Uh, so we used to make Note to Self at New York Public Radio. We jumped and started our own media company. And uh, our first funding came from a blockchain startup. So if you're not familiar with blockchain, it is the technology of the future. Uh, well, you probably have heard a bit. Thankfully, you explained it very well in the podcast. <laughs> oh, thanks. In yeah. a way that like, oh, I can finally understand this now. It's true. that I, I did not have any idea what it was. And I kept trying to wrap my brain around it until I listened to ZigZag. So thank yes. you. Well, thank you. I, we are happy to provide. Uh, we we set it to song, which, as you know, Sesame Street has always shown is the best way to learn about something. Um, <laughs> the blockchain so cowboy. Like, you have to listen exactly. to it. It's fantastic. So you, thank you. So you uh, so you might understand like you people probably have heard of Bitcoin and they probably think of like crypto bros or whatever. Blockchain is actually super interesting. And there's a new platform called Civil. I won't get into the details, but essentially they gave us funding to spend tokens which is a whole nother, like a digital currency, whatever. So me and my co-founder, she's awesome, Jen Coyant. Uh, she's a surfer. She's a single mom. She's rad. And it's basically the following, documenting the two of us coming to terms with the fact that we have no paychecks. Uh, <laughs> but we do have a lot of tokens, which don't exist yet. And how the hell are we going to get this company off the ground while explaining blockchain to people? So it's kind of like a weird meta mix of us uh, losing our minds and educating people about this very cool new technology where if it works it seriously could be game changer but the podcast so, is so great because not only do you teach people about all of that but we get to follow you on your journey to try and find funding <laughs> and you guys are hilarious so um if you guys have not you. looked at zip uh, zigzag please do it Oh, thank you. Yeah, we definitely are directionally challenged as uh, so the, the, the cross pollination makes total sense. In fact, I am junk draw, uh, junk jogging. Wow, that's good. Drunk jogging at one point. It's true. And can't speak that's just amazing. like that. Um, yes, there's drunk jogging that goes on to pick up kids from Little League. It's all a little bit too real sometimes. But, um, but yeah. Well, we I don't love know, what maybe you're... you guys should play us in the sitcom version. Ooh, deal. I love <laughs> that. I love that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Technology <laughs> advice and a sitcom out of this? This yes. is perfect. <laughs> so good. So much synergy going on. Well, I also just ordered your book on Amazon right before we talked. Oh, yes, very excited. And the paperback copy of Bored and Brilliant uh, it just came out. comes out. It or just, just came out. It just came out. Yeah. The yes, paperback just came out. Just came out. Yes. Yay. We're so excited. Yay. We love what you're doing and we would love oh, to have thanks. you back on at some point to keep us posted on your shenanigans. Cool. And we are definitely going to like let the nerds know about your podcast as well. Because as we know, the ner nerdy feminists, I think you guys might actually be like hashtag nerdy feminists. Too. Oh, 100%. Oh, it. <laughs> Good. Sweet. So, um, new, this was so fun. Where can we, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah. So I'm at Manoush Z on all the platforms that we badmouthed. Um, <laughs> so M-A-N-O-U-S-H-Z. And this, uh, the podcast is called Zigzag. And you can find it at zigzagpod.com. Awesome. Can't wait. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Well, Thank super you. fun. Thanks for having me. 
I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you did, make sure you subscribe and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. We'll be back in two weeks with Grace Helbig. I was actually on her podcast called Not Too Deep. So check that episode out. We have a lot of giggles and we talk about cheese at some point. (laughs) And I hope that you appreciate that. Cheese, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But come back here in two weeks so you can listen to Grace Helbig on our podcast, Directionally Challenged. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Producer and director Jack Ferry. Producer and editor Melissa DeMont. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Production assistance by Julie Carley. Logo design by Natalia Vasquez. And music by Joe King. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.